Very helpful. Well, introduce yourself, but you're not allowed to talk about what you do to make money. All right. Well, my name is Michelle, and I recently moved to San Diego. Oh, cool. From where? From Washington State. Um, this was only six months ago. Oh. So uh, today <laughs> currently is very familiar to home then. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. It's cloudy today, so that's, that's nothing new. But right now it's like very cold in Washington, and they just had a huge snowstorm. Snowstorm, which yeah. like never happens. Yeah. So Pacific Northwest... Um, I was actually born in Las Vegas, hmm. but I moved here strictly for the weather. Um, I support that. Yeah. yeah, and being close to the beach, the water, just the element of that, and are you seawater? Yeah, sea salt. Do you have you started? Are you interested in like learning any water sports out here? Like, are you gonna go start surfing, paddle boarding, anything I, like that? I or? thought about surfing. It's kind of intimidating. I've surfed like twice, and both of those times were in Mexico, but it was basically me like riding the crash of a wave, not actually catching a wave. Well, that's where you start. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Um, paddle boarding is really popular in Washington, so oh, yeah? I've done that a little bit. Nice. Yeah, so, I mean, that's very little of who I am, but <laughs> it's a start. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the we can get into Lady Flora mm -hmm. and um, talking about all that good stuff. So tell me a little bit about your business. Yeah, so Lady Flora Designs is my floral business. The inception of it was basically to be able to be mobile, like to just be able to operate anytime, any place. I never want a storefront. I would like a workshop space but I don't want the responsibility of managing and running a store. Mm -hmm. um, so I started floral design when I was 18 in Seattle. Oh, okay. So you've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, okay. yeah I have. Cool. It wasn't, I think I officially registered Lady Flora in like 2016, okay. but I didn't actually start doing anything with it until August of 2019. Okay. And that's when I had my very first pop-up shop. And it was in Bellingham, Washington, where I went to school and where I just moved from. Um, and it was a part of the Art Walk Night. And I just partnered up with a local cafe, Anomaly Cafe, really incredible cafe. And they're all about like sustainability and zero waste. Oh, cool. And so it was really fun because the whole evening was framed around like build your own bouquet. And that's something that I really love about floral design is just teaching other people how to do it. And um, everyone that walked in like had such a good time. And I've done various pop-up shops. Some of them I just have the bouquets already made. Yeah. What is a pop-up shop? Yeah, a pop-up shop is essentially like I part, well, a business partners with a another business mm -hmm. and in my in my way i i utilize their space mm -hmm. and sometimes businesses are like just pop up like i don't care you don't have to pay me anything or you negotiate like a rate per hour yeah um so let's say you just show up to a coffee shop or you have a conversation with a coffee sh coffee shop owner and then yeah. like you are there trying to sell your bouquets or doing whatever you're doing and then they hopefully sell more coffee 
Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I like to, whenever there is a pop-up, I like to kind of curate like a theme mm. just to get people engaged and like curious to even show up. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've done other ones in the past and I've just had bouquets like already made and people show up and it's cool, but I really like having a more engaging environment. So that's sort of <laughs> Lady Flora. That's awesome. Uh, so what was the what was the inspiration to like not or actually what was the inspiration to getting into flowers? Well, I was working in a grocery store in Seattle. It's like a smaller chain. It's called Ballard Market, but it's kind of more like a natural foods market. Mm -hmm. um, and there was the floral department and the woman that ran, she still runs that department. Um, she's been there for like 20 years. But it was really cool because she brought in a lot of local flowers and I just was really attracted to that. And I think just growing up in the Pacific Northwest, there's mm -hmm. like, well, I guess you could say this about any place, but <laughs> <laughs> I had a really deep appreciation just for like natural foliage and flowers and trees and like just connecting with nature. Yeah. I don't know, it just like honestly kind of happened. Um, I was just like, oh, I like that. I wanna do that. Yeah. And it really stuck. And then it continued to just be like a constant in my life. And being around flowers was really therapeutic. And just kind of like a, a place of solitude and peace. And also just the appreciation that people express when like you create a bouquet for them and wrap it up and yeah. present it to them. It's like, it's unmatched. It's like such a cool experience. Yeah. yeah. What has been your like favorite themed uh, pop-up or theme themed event? Yeah. Well, last year for Valentine's Day, I just did like a day of love mm -hmm. instead of marketing it as Valentine's Day, and I pledged not to use any roses because the rose industry is actually it puts a pretty big uh, print on just the climate because Ooh, tell a lot, me more yeah a lot of the flowers leading up to valentine's day are being flown in from south america like peru and ecuador because like how long does it take to grow like a rose like i've seen rose bushes and like it, it's like a it's a perennial right it's like a one time like it shows up once a year or is it like is well it's totally different when it, they're being produced on a massive scale oh, okay. in a greenhouse I don't know. See, I'd like to learn more about the farming side of flowers because I'm just like, oh, I like that. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> That's pretty. <laughs> Let's I put these use together. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so just like tons of flowers are like flown in as early as the beginning of January. Okay. Um, but when you think about that, it's like, okay, all the flights. Yeah, the right? carbon footprint of just yeah. like getting here. And then most of them are shipped into Florida. And then you have all the trucks that have to be refrigerated that require more gas. Mm -hmm. And then they're distributed like all over the United States. Yeah. Um, so that one, that one was really cool. I wish that the event was a little bit more engaging, but I really 
liked how much like intention and purpose I put into it and also kind of just telling people like it doesn't have to be for like a romantic partner to buy flowers like buy them for yourself like buy them for a man in your life like it doesn't have to be the traditional way Mm -hmm. and yeah I just I really enjoyed that and then the cafe owner like curated like a special little menu with like fun names for drinks and like appetizers oh cool yeah so it was fun and then so if we're not doing roses in Washington you really appreciated local flowers what are you using here in San Diego so yeah I um <laughs> I had a lot of uh, guilt this Valentine's Day okay because I kind of caved I I did buy roses this year okay um, and that's just me being completely honest um, because it's a little harder to source locally. I mean, I just haven't put in enough work to find these local farmers, mm-hmm. these urban farmers. Um, so yeah, I did. I did buy some roses. I still have to know like what's in season. I mean, in Washington, like what's in season is like basically nothing in February. So although I didn't buy roses, I I did have to buy from like Oregon, Washington. Mm-hmm. So I kept it on the West Coast. What was your question? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 type of flowers did you source um, besides this, roses this year? This or year. have you been since moving to San Diego? I've really been vibing with the like the more tropical stuff because it's really new for me. Like the Protea is really great. Um, just like big, I think they're called like tea leaves, like banana leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, birds of paradise. Those are so cool. The ginger. Wait, so how do you see the birds of paradise? You know what I'm talking about? There's two ways people like see how the flower is shaped. Okay. One is as the entire flower is like the beak is here and then it's got like the little hair like the flower or do you see it as like this is the vessel and the three little things that stick up are actually the bird drinking out of the nope it's the first one (laughs) yeah that's i didn't even know the second one until someone else like told me about it it also reminds me of that penguin that has like the crazy mm-hmm. like like a rock penguins got yeah. like the yellow yeah the, yeah I love those penguins yeah no one can see our hand gestures but um, hopefully they <laughs> understand what we're talking about as we're flailing around over here talking <laughs> yeah um, yeah oh, yeah so what did I source yeah I'm trying to remember now well I do like to use a lot of eucalyptus oh mm. there's a really cool plant called amaranth or amaranthus. Okay. Um, it's a grain that you can actually eat. I don't know how you're supposed to harvest it when you do eat it. Okay. But it's really cool. You've probably seen it if you've gone onto my Instagram page, like some mm-hmm. of the bouquets that I've recently made. It's okay. like the long, droopy, like really deep, like kind of almost fuchsia. Okay. But that one's really cool because I like to buy really funky stuff. Yeah. And just work with it from there. So there was a little bit of that. And... I can't really remember, to be honest. It just, it all happened so fast. (laughs) It was a crazy week. I also moved, like, that weekend, last weekend. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got a new apartment (laughs) and one of the biggest holidays for flowers is happening all at the same time. Yeah. Well, then, thank you for meeting with me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So, where, um, 
is the goal to continue as just like a small pop-up shop like is this your only um, source of income are you doing something else as well or like mm-hmm. how, how has the flower business been treating you in the last six months since moving here it's been the connections that I've made have been pretty awesome um, I definitely would like to move into weddings and events like creating installations like floral installations mm-hmm. for special events doing more workshops because I love the education part of floral design. Yeah. Um, I love just bringing people together. Anytime I can be a part of creating an event, like, I'll, I'll do it. What would your, uh, like, dream event be? I don't know yet. That's a good question. So far, I've thought about just kind of, like, wellness and lifestyle and how we can use flowers as slow down, wait for the plane. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, how we can use the flowers as a tool. And when I say that, I mean, I have a floral subscription program. Okay. And when you sign up and you get your first bouquet, I also send a little card that describes how to set an intention. And you're setting it with your bouquet, with your flowers, so that, I mean, the bouquet should ideally last about like two weeks. Um, But you kind of sit there, create an intention, and like connect with your flowers, and every time you see your flowers ideally you're reminded of the commitment that you made to yourself Mm -hmm. and so it just feels like a fun creative way yeah to connect beyond just looking yeah at our flowers that we get yeah because they're beautiful right but how much further can we stretch yeah because it's it's finite like once you've cut it off and present it to somebody like it's now in the dying phase like so yeah, yeah how do you appreciate the beauty that is there for Mm -hmm. you and then i do my best to make sure that the the bouquets that you get are at the beginning process of the blooming okay so that way you actually have time the time right so it's like a it's a transformation process that's so cool um do you like put any herbs or anything like that in there or like is it supposed to be you know just visual or is it also scent related i mean how how what's what's that look like for you yeah that's something that i've been thinking about lately actually um i'd like to include rosemary i learned recently that rosemary like assists with releasing endorphins Hmm. which is really cool so that's why some people use like rosemary essential oil yeah um so maybe even, yeah, just the scent of it. Mint would be great. I, yeah, I, I mm, want... Basil. I want to inco- yeah, like, I want to yeah. incorporate more things that yeah, can engage the senses. Or maybe you could even use it, like, for cooking. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Like, um, I bought... Uh, my girlfriend isn't the uh, most loving of flowers. Um so I bought her a like living bouquet of um, like thyme, dill, cool. sage, like yeah. <laughs> like a, like a little pot and herbs, I love so that. that it continues to grow and mm-hmm. it like smells very aromatic instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, I try to. 
it's it's funny like being in a in any industry and trying to have a more like sustainable approach zero mm -hmm. waste because it's like well if you're in business you're producing waste anyway but i think that there are ways that we yeah business owners find ways to create more than one purpose for a product yeah and then doing it in a matter where then we can be conscious of offsetting say the carbon footprint or yeah. you know donating a portion of the money to mm -hmm. causes or charities and yeah yeah that's cool um so what what do you see going forward like how is because you moved here six months ago mm -hmm. so in like the he heat of like covid yeah <laughs> like how how has like moving during covid been like setting new routes and like establishing a new business here how like what how have you taken that challenge and moved forward yeah it's december felt really challenging because we had the second shutdown mm. and then we had the holidays so i i felt like no momentum with Lady Flora although like obviously things are transpiring but that was that was hard because I was like <laughs> just like what is gonna happen next mm -hmm. I don't know but when I very first started Lady Flora I actually didn't set any expectations or goals I was like I just want to experiment like my first year mm -hmm. first year or so but being here, um, there's just an abundance of everything. I mean, there's an abundance of florists here in the city. There's an abundance in Carlsbad. There's like a bunch of wholesalers. I just got access to a wholesaler in Carlsbad that I'm really excited about. Um, and I've been making connections, but yeah, I mean, I'd really like to just continue the momentum of events although yeah. I think at some point I'd like to pivot into something larger it's just events are just like really time consuming and taxing yeah for one I need to expand like I need to like it's just me right now mm -hmm. so I'd like to bring on a couple people just to help with logistics but my like biggest dream so Lady Flora to me is a lifestyle. Okay. So, like the three found like the three values of my philosophy is community, education, and sustainability. And I'd actually like to open up like a like a collaborative workspace for other artists, small business owners, um, and you would rent out space. And like for me, like I need a cooler, so it's kind of like a little bit of like a commissary kitchen mm -hmm. type of concept. Um, and then I would love to be able to provide resources for other small business owners, especially like young entrepreneurs as well. Yeah. And just be able to be like a hub and a mecca for people to come to and be like, look, this is what I'm struggling with right now. I don't really know how to tackle it. And then you have people from different, different industries, industries yeah. that are able to provide yeah. perspective that you might not otherwise be able to think of. Yeah. It's, it's this concept um, 
It's called the Design Clinic. Okay. I was a part of a cohort program in Bellingham. It's the Community Engagement Fellowship. And the design clinics was based off of these two dudes. I can't remember their names. <laughs> but a design clinic is really cool. It's essentially that. It's like where you actually sit down and you go through this series of steps of like, you might try, like this made me think of, and there's a couple other steps too. But I just, that's what I really want. Yeah. I just want... I want to I want to zoom out a little bit. Yeah. And be able to assist people as well. I'm blanking. So, have you heard of communal coffee? Yeah. Okay. So, that sounds kind of like something something about like kind of what they're doing a little. I don't know if they have the education aspect of it, but sure. like um, you know, but it is a multiple multitude of different businesses right. all kind of like collaborate yeah. in one spot. But have you heard of the it's like the ecology center of uh, Encinitas, or like there's a there's like a permaculture environmental. I'm gonna Google it later, but I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a center in Encinitas where they they teach you about local permaculture That's and so like cool. agriculture and like and you learn about the plants and how to you know like conserve wow. water and the environmental friendliness kind of stuff. So and they do a ton of education. Wow. Uh, and like you know, have to check that out. You, you know, your backyard collect the rainwater and then mm-hmm. use that to do this with it. Like mm-hmm. it's a really really cool center. I think you should definitely. That look, would we, be we can amazing. Google it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna look into that. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other topic, right? Yeah, permaculture. Wow. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you like ever want to like grow your own flowers and and produce them that way, or like because you want to learn and educate? So, what aspects are you trying to educate people on? Okay, so I'm glad you asked. This is <laughs> this is kind of the when I speak on education, at least in the f- pursuit of Lady Flora, mm-hmm. it's I think self empowerment is accessed through learning things. Okay. So, and this is just one mode that I could offer. And I'm sure that I could come up with other really cool ideas, too. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, for example, through, like, a workshop, right? It's like, or the Build Your Own Bouquet event. Yeah. Um, People walk into an experience and activity that they may have never tried before. Yeah. They could be maybe nervous about it. But with proper guidance, tools, Mm -hmm. and time, you can actually assist somebody to do something that they might not have thought that they could actually do. Yeah. And so that's like the element of education that I speak from is like just being able to walk, facilitate something and somebody might come out of an experience having a little bit more self-efficacy than they didn't have walking in. And that's just... That's like, that's their own experience. That's something that they witnessed themselves go through. And so now there's a little bit more confidence yeah. to continue to grow into other if aspects of life. If I can do this, why can't I can now do that? Whatever that next yeah. step, maybe they were too afraid to do something else, but they, you know, got some confidence by learning how to do this yeah. new skill yeah, and surrounding themselves with like-minded people. Like-minded people. And yeah, so that's what I Good think energy. about like this collaborate, like collaboration space of young entrepreneurs or just entrepreneurs in general, small business owners is like, okay, resources, tools, time, mm-hmm. facilitation, you're off. I mean, it takes time, but 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feels only that easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Starting your own business <laughs> and making it happen. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it, it's like a, a almost like a collaborative co-work space. Yeah. So. I think those spaces are so cool. I don't think people collaborate, though. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is my office. I'm going to come use it when I have, you know, the few times I've been in any of those, it's somewhat collaborative as like it is an office environment but like i don't right. think it's, people just saying hey to each other yeah it's more water cooler talk than yeah. <laughs> than actually like you know masterminding and building relationships like it's yeah and supporting each other and mm -hmm. feeling a part of a community that's that's another you know community is another yeah. value of mine and so just bringing people together people feeling like they have a sense of place, mm -hmm. a sense of community, trust is built along the way. Yeah. 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 So what is, uh, what's your all time favorite flower? I would definitely say an orchid. Mm. Orchids are very beautiful. Did you know that Lucadia used to be the orchid capital of the world? Lucadia, where is, where is Lucadia? Encinitas. Oh really? Uh huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. There was a, a meta guy. I gotta go to Encinitas. Yeah, it's pretty badass. There's a lot of hippies up there. Yeah, I, well, I've been <laughs> And that's one. where all the farms used to be. So, Carlsbad, um, in like 1883 or something like that, a guy drilled a well because there was nothing around there and they just need, you know, you need water in a desert. Yeah. And um, he was serving the water to the train station and then they like tested the water and they found out it's the same like minerals and alkalinity of Carlsbad in the Czech Republic. And so that's why Carlsbad is called Carlsbad because it has the same water as like these world famous spas that are thousands of years old in the Czech Republic. What? Yeah. And so like the water there is like super nutrient rich and like it's like supposed to be really amazing water. Um, and so that's why there's a bunch of farms out there is because there was wells, aquifers with really nutrient dense water out there. And so that's why the flower fields are there. That's why like the strawberry fields are there. That's why like all like there's a ton of and then Lucadia was a bunch of like avocado farms and what? just like, yeah. So um, I met a guy where his dad was a world famous orchid breeder. <laughs> And he had That's invented crazy. like this yellow orchid that could only be found in like their farm. Wow. Um, yeah. So like San Diego is known for like not maybe on a world schedule scale and many people probably in San Diego didn't even know about it. But there's like there's some like really cool like farming stuff that happens in San Diego. We actually have one of the highest density of small farms in the county like for the entire United States. That's wild. Because we have, like, people who are growing succulents, people are growing palm yeah. trees, people are growing, like, all kinds of different stuff and, like, their half-acre lot of land or whatever that they own and they're growing all kinds oh of crazy gosh, stuff. Oh, my gosh, it makes me want to get on a farm right now. <laughs> Just <laughs> eat some fresh fruit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I'll tell you a little bit of my hippie dream. Okay. Is to, uh, I want to buy, like, half-acre of land if I could get more, you mm -hmm. know need to get a little bit richer to be yeah. <laughs> to getting any more land but um like saying like the lucadia area and then i want to build like a permaculture food forest mm -hmm. and so i'd have like my house in the front oh and then i'd build like an, 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 everything that would i would plant would be completely edible 
um, or so you know used for some sort of nutrients like to bring back you know the nutrient density in the soil and mm -hmm. and then just have put like little yurts that'd be like awesome. hidden in like this one acre mm -hmm. of land and then have like gatherings where yeah you know like if you say if you wanted to do a floral gathering there like you'd be like cool yeah here like here's the open space here's like this giant like covered open space and there's some like yurts around that you could spend you know like do like a two-day retreat or whatever or, like yoga instructors mm -hmm. or you know whatever and just have like this and then you'd have like get most of your food from the land that you're staying on right there yeah oh my gosh yeah that's magical <laughs> so i'm like I'm, I'm like so on board with everything yeah. you're saying yeah right now. <laughs> like my house that i live in right now i it it was not great when we bought it it had just pepper trees and everything was dead and there was rocks Ooh, yeah. everywhere and now i have 13 different fruit trees i'm what? growing apples bananas oranges lemons limes coffee guava oh dragon fruit like pears peaches Whoa. and i have like a big garden on the side of my house that's the dream yeah i would love to just produce my own food mostly yeah well you know fruits and vegetables as much as yeah yeah <laughs> as much as you can yeah yeah <laughs> Got to buy some things, you know. You don't you can't have a whole rice field or a corn field no. or get wheat field. But the produce aspect, mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. incredible. That reminds me, mm. just you know, the difference of like being able to, you know, pick some fruit or vegetables like straight from your your garden. When I buy flowers locally, mm -hmm. they're usually cut that day or the day before. Yeah. But like when you're buying flowers obviously from like South Argentina America or whatever yeah, yeah. they they're cut like month. they could be like cut a month before you yeah. actually get them so just like the energy and like the frequency like the vibration of the flower like to me I can feel the difference yeah and that's also why I really really love to buy local, local. farms it the flowers feel different mm -hmm. and they feel more vibrant so I thought that was a squirrel at first. I know, so a little <laughs> small pup. <laughs> oh, no, he's going after a squirrel. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like, literally, you, you, it's a living creature that was, yeah. you know, like, it's no longer alive. It's on its, like, path towards death. Mm -hmm. And um, so that would make sense that, like, the energy would be different. Yeah. And also, like, talking of fruits and vegetables, I mean, when, if you've ever grown a homegrown tomato you question everything that's ever in a grocery store afterwards because you're like yeah. how does this taste so amazing like oh you go like to a grocery store and you get a roma tomato and it's mm -hmm. like cardboard that's wet mm. and then you grow your own roma tomato and it's like this can't be and it's like delicious and the most flavorful thing you've ever had and it's like what like how are these the same like plant like it makes no sense yeah they're just at a different life time in their lifespan, yeah. yeah. They're picked so much earlier to be shipped across to yeah, get the to you. Soil they're that they're grown in, mm -hmm. yeah. Like all of it. So then, are you trying to learn and educate people in that aspects of flowers, or is it more just like towards like the self connection, self growth aspect mm -hmm. of? Yeah, the self connection, yeah. the growth, the just expanding into yourself and. Kind so, of leaning in, yeah, to like a little bit of like metaphysics and like intuition and... So you said nature has always drawn you to, or you've always been drawn to nature. Mm -hmm. So then like for the self-help stuff, I mean, have you, do you do yoga? Do you do mindfulness? Like, do you meditate? Like what, like it, 
yeah. that aspect. It looks like you're wearing mandalas. I know they're not, but... <laughs> yeah, they're just really cool flowers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I yeah. don't know. We call it a flower. Um, yeah. yeah, I have a little bit of a practice. I... I typically, like... I like to wake up and end my day this way, but mm-hmm. I do my best to follow it. Like, wake up. It can go in any kind of sequence, but journal, stretch, tea, um, give thanks, say a little prayer. Like, any kind of movement, I feel like, is really important, especially, like, if I've been journaling or something like that. Um, Because journaling can be really exhilarating, and it can also be really exhausting, depending on what you're processing. And so that's why, especially after something that feels hard to maybe connect to like hard to face or process I think movement after that is really important so that you can let those feelings move through your body and then it's a it's another release so yeah I do a little bit of everything (laughs) I did get a really cool I don't really know a lot about tarot but I did get this really cool deck it's the Zen Osho so it's just based off of Zen philosophy okay which is really incredible and so I use that sometimes as just another form of going inward, reflection. And the Zen philosophy is some of the things that I read, I'm just like, how am I supposed to do that? I don't know. That's crazy. Give, give me an example. Like, um, okay. A lot of it <laughs> is about... Man, I really wish I had my journal with me because then I could just, like, pull it open. (laughs) But a lot of it is about, like, you know, just not being attached or connected to the past or the present. And it goes into more detail depending on which card you draw. But a lot of the underlying theme is that, is trying to live moment to moment with ease, without resistance. Especially if we move through the day with resistance, causes a lot of tension in our body can actually uh, prevent us from being open to certain like messages or experiences or opportunities so sometimes that's really hard for me because my mind gets really lost in the future okay of what could be Mm. and especially as a business owner or somebody you know that sets goals and like has things has marks that we want to hit yeah not being attached to that is really it's a really hard practice yeah because i mean there's like business metrics because you have to pay the bills and like you need to do these things to make the money to then like have the business that you want and achieve the things you want to achieve yeah so in your journaling and, and daily morning and nighttime rituals like do you you know, it probably won't be that loud in the recording because it is pretty good at catching yeah. local stuff. Um, <clears throat> but the airplanes. Um, so, are you um, are you track like are you tracking like your activities that you do in the day? Like, what does like the business aspect of Lady Flora look like for you? Like, yeah. when you're not building connections to like find the flowers and all that kind of good stuff, like. You know, have you, do you set like goals for like this quarter? I want to have two events and sell like X number of bouquets or whatever. Honestly, it's not that structured right now. That's something that I actually want to get a little bit more focused on. 
Um, the owner of, well, there's two owners, Victor and Megan of Parabola Coffee, okay. who I've been partnering with. Um, he's been sharing some resources. There's a ton of resources for everything. For everything. Yeah, if, yeah. if having the knowledge was the key to being successful, we'd all have six packs and be millionaires. <laughs> yeah, so I gotta like actually use the resources, yeah. right? I um, know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been a little just like kind of free flow, like yeah, that's that's where I'm I'm heading is like having realistic, like profitable profitable goals. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I, I can't live off of Lady Flora right now. Um, I work as a barista at my off time. Yeah. So when I'm not doing that or running errands or working out or spending time with friends, I'm usually thinking about Lady Flora and updating my website or creating content mm-hmm. or thinking about what I want my next event to look like. It's really important for me to like build like a story around each event because mm-hmm. it gives I become more invested. I think everybody would. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the short answer no. <laughs> but it's there are things that I think about they just haven't been like fully written out yet. Yeah. So then your desire to create like a communal space that everybody's like collaborating is that do you think that's because you don't feel like you're getting the support you need for your business? Probably, yeah. Well, because it's funny, like, for me to be able to, like, facilitate a space like that, I feel like I have to be more successful than I am right now. Like, Why do you think that? Because it's, like, you don't take advice, like, you don't take marriage advice from somebody who's, like, single or divorced, right? I mean, okay, that's really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure on both ends of those spectrums, they've learned something. Yeah, okay, I know. Once I said that, I was like, like oh. like, shit, can't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, really, that's, like, a really harsh perspective. Um, but I know what you mean. Like, it, it's like trying to take advice from a life coach about your business and they've never been in your business and they've never done anything in yeah. your industry and they know nothing of yeah, I just your like specific I have to industry. Yeah, I experience to be like, and I got to use these resources to be like, do these resources work? And then if they don't work, then maybe I create resources that do work. I mean, there's just so much out there. But do you feel we'll go into some of the stuff you were talking about but do you feel the your personal feeling of lack of experience and expertise is holding you back from actually executing on going after some things I would say probably a little bit I mean I like to be really honest I mean there's like really amazing moments of growing Lady Flora and Mm -hmm. then there are moments where I wake up at 3am and I'm like why am I doing any of this you know yeah um like what's the point i literally had i literally had a mild anxiety attack on wednesday so yeah that's it's so real being i've been in real estate for six years now wow and like outwardly most people would see that i am successful on doing Mm -hmm. air quotes (laughs) yeah and yeah it's just being your own boss is very much more difficult than uh i think we naively think when we're getting into this originally totally yeah and 
I think a lot of it just comes down to like believing our own story, right? Mm-hmm. It's like believing our own vision. So sometimes, yeah, I think I'm a little intimidated. Sometimes I think I'm just exhausted because I work as a barista like five days a week. Mm-hmm. They're short shifts, but if anybody has worked in the service industry, they understand that that it's you're just you have to always be on. So then you come home and you're like, the All right, intensity need- of the shift so is intense. much higher, yeah, and more emotionally draining than most people would. So intense. Think. Yeah. yeah, which is something I've been practicing as a barista is like, you know what? I'm going to take my time and I know they're going to get a great cup of coffee, but I don't have to rush this process. Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of feel that way about Lady Flora too. So, yeah, I think I think things are expanding for me and they're pivoting and more opportunities are coming my way. And so... That is something, you know, that I need to... Yeah. What areas are you trying to focus to grow into? Um, I think I've been really focused on just creating awareness on, like, who I am. Just because I'm new to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, just gaining more clients here in San Diego, sharing my story with San Diego, you know, kind of what I believe in and what I want to do. Um, I would like to have consistent clients, like, yeah, just having, like, certain accounts run every, every month, and on this day, you get this bouquet, I deliver it to your house, or the business gets it, um... So there's a little bit of that, yeah. And doing more of the, like, workshop events. I really want to do some of those here in San Diego. Yeah. That would be really fun. Well, the nice thing is, is that, you know, connecting outdoors is part of your business. Yeah. You know, mantra, we'll say, your business plan practice. Um, in San Diego, it's 65 and sunny 90% of the time. And even when it is a little overcast, it's, you know, put a sweatshirt on and you're fine, right? So. Yeah. And we're luckily allowed to. I mean, look at this amazing park that we're in right now. I mean, you could I do love this park. set up a you know a facility, you know, a, an event almost all year round here. So I know it's so true. Yeah, yeah. that's why people move here. It's amazing. That's why I moved here. <laughs> it was like another winter in the Pacific Northwest. No, like, no thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> um, what areas? are you looking to make your own in your own personal growth what was the first half of that question <laughs> what areas are you looking to make your own and make growth in your own personal life Ooh. oh my gosh i mean flowers growing <laughs> yeah um I'm like how honest do i want to be okay. <laughs> um Let's see here. Okay. I... So one thing that I think is talked a lot about, especially in, like, the self-help realm, Mm -hmm. productivity, it's kind of like... Sometimes goals are obnoxious 
and really exhausting. Um, and there was this moment when I moved here that I realized there's a balance between having goals and like having that structure, but also connecting to my own spirituality. And it goes back to more what I was talking about again, just like having very little expectations, like living in the present moment, being open to things pivoting. Um, but I don't know where I'm going with this. Basically, every day I just try to be a compassionate, understanding person mm -hmm. and live my day to day from a state of like of love because I think that love is a vibration and it, yeah, it's a state of being, right? So I think that that's something that I, I try to practice every day. I was just reading something about um, how, so our hearts, okay, there's a, I'm gonna pull it up. So while you're thinking that and the plane's looking that up is, I mean, I'm guessing you've heard of like the human biofrequency. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going. Okay, I just read like, this this morning. You're, you, you know, we all energy and matter all vibrates, and, and like you can have a vibration at a certain rate, and so like you can you can meet a person that you've never met before in your entire life, and you can immediately feel like an energetic connection with yeah. them. And there are some scientists and other Eastern medicine beliefs that mm -hmm. think that's part of the biohuman frequency. Mm -hmm. And like the biohuman frequency is something that like you can actually measure. Like you are energetically putting off yeah. a field of energy around you and like the sine wave of one person and another, if they like link up because their energy levels are similar, yeah. they say that can be like a, a strong connection that you can make with somebody. Like you like feel like you've known them for years kind of thing. Right, it's wild. Yeah, yeah so the the heart the heart's uh, electrical field mm -hmm. is actually 60 times greater and uh than the brain so when it's being measured mm -hmm. yeah it's like the way that it's read is like it has a it can it can be read more easily than when your brain is active okay which i just think is so incredible Mm -hmm. Especially if you're thinking in terms of like, if people are familiar, you know, with the seven chakras, you know, you have your heart chakra. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when I talk about love being like a state of being, it's like, I think we grow up learning about love in like an intimate, romantic way. Mm -hmm. And there are so many different ways to describe love. You have like what people describe as unconditional love you know, self-love, and then there's just love, right? And it's like, so where along the lines did love just split into all of these different things? <laughs> because at the end of the day, it's love. And um, I've had some recent, like, life events that really challenged me. Uh, and it was, it was really hard. It was like a living situation. Um, but I noticed myself moving into like a state of like, just, I was like angry. It was like I was constantly on edge mm. because I wasn't comfortable. 
Um, but I kind of lost that feeling, that like vibration, um, just that state of being. And so it's something that I just try to practice on a day-to-day -day basis and not being attached to anything. Like I don't want to be attached to like literally nothing. I just want to be able to flow through life. <laughs> yeah. And not expect things from people or put pressure on myself. But as long as I see progression and I feel like I'm moving through transformation and I can look back on certain times of my life and know that I worked through something, like I'm 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 happy about that. Like I'm also at peace with that. That's what I I truly want in life is peace. I want peace more than anything. I, I want it more than happiness. Like so peace within yourself, peace like world peace, like Yeah, just <laughs> I love the peace sign world peace. You know like you know, Miss America, I want world peace. <laughs> yeah. Peace within myself because I think when I'm at peace with myself, which I, I feel in this moment at peace with myself. That's awesome. And I know that there are going to be things that come up in my life that I have to work through and mm -hmm. continue to integrate my own philosophy into. Um, but yeah, just peace within myself because I think when, I'm at, when we're at peace with ourselves and we're operating from a state of love, that being, that vibration, it's infectious. It's an attractant. Yeah. People are attracted to you. Opportunities present themselves when mm -hmm. you're vibrating at a certain frequency. Yeah. Yeah. And when, you know, because no one wants to be around a grumpy asshole. They no. want to be, they want to be around the person who's like imbuing love and peace and like energy and happiness. Yeah, and it's just way more gratitude. fun to be around those people. Yeah. Yeah. And just being playful in life, I think is so important. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm 28 now. I, in high school, like, partied a lot. Was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, my senior year in high school, like, there was a lot of drinking. And into, like, my early 20s, it was just, you know, because it was just, like, the thing to do, right? I'm at a point in my life where I don't really drink. Um, and this kind of exploration has been me really admiring and being appreciative toward just who I am without any substance. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I do love a really good craft cocktail. Like, I mean, who can't deny yeah. that? <laughs> but it's one, not 12. And yeah. blacking out and having sugar in the hangover as well. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's something that I've also really enjoyed is just like being happy yeah so then kind of going along those themes and building on and circling back to your flowers mm -hmm. I mean is there like you know lilies bring this or like I mean are you getting into like colors of flowers you know because there's like the science of like you know mm -hmm. paint your bedroom blue because it'll do this or whatever you know like so are you like when you're cur curating these events I mean is it you know color specific for each individual like how, how are you like setting up like the opportunity for someone to connect. you know learn connect self-love improve um like are you getting into the like the, the meaning of the flowers like the historical meaning of the flower like what um white roses and doves and lilies mm -hmm. and all these things usually have like 
meanings and traditions behind them. Are you educating them on those things? No, I haven't done that. I think that that's really fascinating though, especially when you think about, like I feel like when I think about like the meaning of flowers, like a lot of that was established. I feel like I'm totally guessing, but it just reminds me of like, I don't know, like the 50s and the 60s for some reason. And I just think that like, it's 2021 and there could be new ways to interpret flowers. Like Mm -hmm. I don't really know who came up with most of those meanings, but I... I mean, some of them are extremely ancient. I mean, if you look back into ancient cultures, I mean, flowers and herbs and all of that. I mean, like, that's why you said when you started talking, um, talking about drinking tea in the morning, I wanted to ask you, Mm -hmm. like, is it a special herbal tea blend? Uh, Like, are you getting mindful into like the herbs that you are consuming or like, you know, how how deep are we getting into plant knowledge here? Are you, have you done psychedelics? (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have. Um, so the tea in the morning is usually just like grated fresh ginger okay. and honey and lemon okay. with a little bit of cayenne. Cayenne, yeah. Yeah. That, I like, yeah, that one feels really invigorating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing like a Robois. I try to get like loose leaf tea mm-hmm. blends rather than in a tea bag. Um, but no, I, I really like that you asked that question because... Like, it's just so crazy. Like, there's so much that can be done with Lady Flora. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, a matter of time. And, like, yeah, just, like, building it out, getting even more intentional than where I'm at. And, yeah, I, I just I want to learn it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I would love to have this conversation again, like, a year from now or two years that from now cool. like to see where you mm-hmm. are to where you want to be because like oh again you're so new to san diego you're yeah. still building up lady flora so i definitely want to like help introduce you to a lot of people in the Thank back you. of my head I've been taking notes to all the people i want to introduce Aww. you to so um so like let's just kind of end with a couple of questions okay um but like if you were to pick one of the many things that we were just talking about like what is one thing you'd want to like focus on and grow into like Mm. in your business yeah these are hard-hitting questions (laughs) (laughs) oh okay I feel like there's things that I didn't talk about that I... Well, here, let's, um, hold on one second. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. Here, wait. All right. You said there was some things we didn't cover yet, so... Yeah. Let's, let's cover some things. I've been asking all the questions, so let's let, let you take the lead for a little while. Like, what do you yeah. want to talk about? Well, okay. So, I mean, as, you know, starting out and basically where I'm at right now mm-hmm. is I am trying so many different things because I yeah. want to see which of them land and can run um but something that i i actually really want to do is i want to create like merchandise i want i because you know i say lady flora is a, like it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. like, i would be so happy if people were able to wear like gear that represented 
this kind of lifestyle, this philosophy, this way of being and connecting to nature and flowers and ourselves, right? I know someone who makes custom clothing. Yeah. It's athletic wear, so. I mean, I, I like that style, like streetwear. No, like oh. going for a run, oh, like athletic wear. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different That's athletic so wear. so funny. <laughs> I love like, that yeah, street, street style, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like literally going for a run. But <laughs> oh my God. Uh, That's hilarious. Streetwear. No. <laughs> like, yeah, like streetwear. Exactly. Sorry, my fashion uh, knowledge is uh, down down there by the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the type of person that's like, if I have an idea, like, it's hard. It's not that I don't trust. I think I just have to get better at expressing and explaining my vision to people to have them execute it for me. Yeah. So I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm doing everything myself. Just so that I could create prototypes. And then if I want to advance it, then I can have somebody assist me in that. Mm -hmm. But I was literally just going to buy one of those Cricut machines. And like, What's a Cricut machine? It's the coolest machine ever. Um, so vinyl is like, it's a, it's a type of material that you can press onto shirts mm -hmm. through heat. Yeah. But the Cricut, you can go onto it on your laptop, uh, the, the software at least, and you can create a design or type out like a phrase. Mm -hmm almost anything and the cricket will like it will cut it out for you like perfectly out of what material so you lay it with the vinyl you can okay. you can use like a lot of different materials you can do like just regular paper you can do like cardstock you can do well that's all i know so far <laughs> but <laughs> um so you you feed in the vinyl Mm -hmm. And then the cricket just cuts it for you. So it's like, a, is it like a CNC machine where it like follows a pattern and cuts out? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is, a CNC, but it Yeah, like it. computer something. Yeah. It, it's essentially plug in a code uh, yeah. and a design and then it will cut it. And it can, depending on how crazy the CDC and C machine, it can be like 3D and stuff like that. So yeah. almost like a 3D printer, but it cuts out instead of builds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so something like that. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna play around with that idea, mm -hmm. um, but I also really want to focus more on like, like you were saying, like the business metrics. Mm -hmm. I think that would give me a lot of guidance, and probably help me feel a little bit more like grounded, like I know what I'm doing with my business. Yeah. Because some, I sometimes I just like go and I run, and I'm like, yeah, this will work. <laughs> and it most of the time turns out great, but I'm like, okay, but I need to grow beyond that. Yeah. Because I'm kind of I'm kind of at the point where like I have a formula for pop-ups, but I'd like to expand. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else that you want to share that we haven't covered? I think that's it for now. Okay. For now. Yeah, we could probably talk we'll, forever. We'll, we'll check back in in yeah, a Yeah, we'll check back in a little while. Um, I definitely want to, I can help you out with some of the business planning stuff as well. Okay. Because I do that every year. And wow. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, all right, final couple questions. Final three questions. Okay. What will you do next to achieve the state of happiness? Ooh. Probably go eat some food. No. <laughs> nice. No, that's awesome. 
Uh, I've already asked this one, but we'll go, where do you want to pursue growth in your business? Yeah, I think to kind of sum it up, just continue to expand into my own philosophy. Yeah. Sharing my story with people and um, getting a little more structured around business metrics. Yeah. Yeah. What is one message you'd like to leave our listeners with? You are magic. Perfect. Thank you so much, Michelle. We'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you. (laughs)